Hello folks and welcome to the Gallant Views Daily News for Friday the 20th of October 2023. My name's Colin and I'll be giving you the latest Rangers recap from the last 24 hours. So for anybody who usually watches the Daily News show, it is a little bit later today. Um, you know, we, we're trying at different times and uh, just to see what works best for the listeners. So if you do have a preferred time, we've done a few different times over the last uh, over the last few weeks. So let us know what time suits you best because ultimately this is your show. And for anybody watching for the first time, then this is usually only available to our £1 per month uh, subscribers. So if you are watching live on YouTube, you can hit the join button and you can get this show every weekday, Monday to Friday. For people listening back on Apple or Spotify, I will put the subscription link in the episode description if you like this kind of show you can get it five times a week for just a pound something like 20p a show bargain value for money so anyway enough gallant few promotion and on to the rangers news so obviously it was philip clement's um first um like real press conference since he was announced as Rangers manager. Obviously, he was speaking to the press ahead of tomorrow's game against Hibs. And he was asked what should fans expect to see. And he said, I hope the fans see differences. But I'm not Harry Potter with a magic stick who can change everything suddenly. It doesn't work that way. That's a tough balance now coming in during the season. But it's not my first time. It was the same at Genk and Monaco. When you come in during the season, you need to make a good analysis of what can be better and what is good. So he went on to give an injury update and he said, first of all, Todd Cantwell will be back. I'm sure that is music to all of our ears. He also went on a talk about Ryan Jack and Danilo. So he said, Ryan Jack will be back, but not for the full 90 minutes. Uh, Tom Warrington and Robbie Matondo are still injured and will miss out, but Cantwell is increasing his workload following the injury, but he still won't play the 90 either. Danilo is adapting. It's his first moments in training this week with a mask. We will likely need him for the weekend. So some has uh, some good news on the on the injury front. Uh, even if we only get 45 minutes out of Ryan Jack and Todd Cantwell, and even 20 minutes out of Danilo. Uh, it's uh, much needed reinforcements with the uh, with the options dwindling um, and we, we really do need some quality on the park. Um, asked about his first week in charge and he said it's been a busy week and we expected this. Interesting, a week to analyse everything and the staff and the players to get to know the way of working. We've planted some little seeds this week. Now we will see how fast they will grow. I'm in a building where everybody is motivated. I see a lot of good things and a lot we can get better. We will focus on that to improve. I don't expect a perfect game tomorrow, but it's important we learn to continue to get better in the weeks and months. When you come in during the season, you need to analyse what can be better, what is good, and then prioritise what's the most important thing to work on each week. We need to improve step by step and moving forward. He went on to say, I'm looking forward to the game. I know this will not be our best game of the season and not a total reflection of how I want us to play. I expect to see some improvement, but I know it won't all happen at once. I know how important the bond is between the supporters and the team, and it's important we rebuild this. I love passion. I'm a football addict. I love the atmosphere in the stadium. Um, so quite a lot to take out from the, again, I'm just really summarising um, his you know, 10, 15 minute press conference. Uh, I think Rangers have just posted the full, the full video on their Twitter pages and uh, their YouTube pages, but Key takeaways there, obviously, the 
return of Todd Campbell and Ryan Jack uh, potentially denials a massive boost. Uh, I think he is trying to tailor the expectations for the fans and quite a lot of us have noticed this that he's speaking about the fans and expectation, get the fans behind him, but he's not he's not silly. Um and you know, I think he knows the size of the job that he has ahead of him. So he is trying to tailor that expectations where yes, he's expecting to see you know, some improvement ahead of where we've been, but it's not going to change overnight. Um, and go, going back to kind of what we expect for this season, I think most of us would be okay with that. Um, if we see, yeah, it might not be perfect straight away, but every week, every game, we're improving and we can see what we're trying to do. That's ultimately what was lacking in the, in the last regime, where as the weeks went on, we, we looked as if we were getting worse and <laughs> there wasn't much improvement. So, Hopefully we see uh hopefully we see a bit of a bounce tomorrow against Hibs. Um Rangers announced on the website today that Stefan van der Hayden um uh, is going to officially be the number two. So Rangers seem to be the last ones to be talking about this because Van der Hayden was posting all over social media throughout the week that he's going to be the, the assistant manager. Uh, so Van der Hayden speak to Rangers TV. Uh, he said, I'm looking forward to this challenge. It will be a big one, but I think it's a great club. One of the most beautiful things about football is that you meet different people and different cultures. Not only football culture, but cultures in general. One thing in common is the supporters. They all expect the best from the team. The first impressions are good. I'm sure we can do something here and we can achieve something together. Uh, manager Philip Clement obviously had a couple of words to say. He said, um, I'm really happy to have Stefan join me here. We've known each other for a long time and he has a lot of experience. He's someone who wants to work really hard. He's someone who is humble. He's really passionate about football and he's really focused on making the players better. So it's it's a good support. For me, it's also important to work together with local staff and with people who know the club and know the history, who have the passion for the club. I don't want to have this small Belgian island. I want to create one big family together. Um, again, that's really important. If you look at... Um, you know, cliques that we've had in the past, um, not just with the management team. I think uh, it was well documented that Barry Ferguson had a wee bit of a clique um, at Rangers. Um, there was all obviously the Dutch um, kind of group that um, all kind of stuck together in the early days under Advocate. And then you had um, Pedro Cachinhas about, um, sorry, Pedro Cachinhas, like Portuguese uh, and Mexican contingent who all kind of stuck together. It is important that the players and the coaching staff integrate. There was a lot being said about uh, Van der Hayden never actually working with Philippe Clermont, uh, but it sounds as if they do have a, a relationship with each other. Otherwise, I don't think, um, you know, I, I don't think you just want to pick a random name out of the hat for such a big job. Um, Rangers also confirmed that there's no decision yet on uh, who else will be the coaching staff? And I think um, there's still plenty of names running around the room. I'm all, uh, for anybody who missed uh, the earlier news shows this week, we spoke about the likes of Kevin Thompson, Barry Ferguson, obviously the three, Stephen Davis, Ali Gray and Stephen Smith um, are, will be in contention. Thomas Buffell, um, an outside bet um, for anybody wanting to do a sweepstake. Uh, but I think, that, I think they will take their time with that. Um, it won't be as much time as a director of football, I'm sure. I think it'll be over the next week, but they'll, the manager and assistant manager will definitely speak to the board, because the board want a bit of contingency planning as well. So, um, it'll be interesting to see who they come up with. 
next wee bit of news then, just an update on the game for tomorrow for anybody heading there. Um, so uh, Rangers published their usual, um, you know, full... <laughs> Full itinerary of what's happening, Edmiston House opening times, all that kind of stuff. Some key updates, um, I think, is worth calling out that the police barriers will be up. So, all Rangers supporters attending the match should know that access routes to Ibrooks um, and the police barriers will be placed at their way support section in the northwest corner of the stadium before the match from 1.30 onwards. So, if you usually go on the Broomwell Roadway to get a to get to Sandy Jarden stand or down at the bottom of the Copeland, then the northwest corner will be closed um, from 1.30 onwards. Um, it may impact disabled supporters' access, and if that is an issue, then you can uh, contact the disabled supporters' uh, support at Rangers, and that's disabilitymatters at rangers.co.uk. Um, so you'll not be able to access the stadium footprint from Broomwind Road or traverse the barriers once they're in place. Um, Ticket and update. So the ticket office will be open from 10 a.m. tomorrow up right up until kickoff for anybody who does have to pick up their tickets. Um, that's the opening times. Um, yep. So again, just get there as uh, you know, as usual. Plenty of time, especially with this weather. I don't know if you can see the bushes behind me, folks, but honestly, I think some of them are about to come through the window. So just keep an eye on the travel updates. Uh, Scott Rail and the uh, first bus are reliable um, at the best of times. A little bit of irony there in that sentence. So just take care of getting to the game. And again, Broomwind Road will be closed from 130 onwards if you want to get to other areas in the stadium. So moving on to some B team news then, and um, just seen one of the listeners watching live uh, asking about Alex Lowry. Uh, there's no update on Alex Lowry as of yet. Obviously, uh, earlier in the news this week, we spoke about Stephen Naismith's comments saying that they want to keep him for the rest of the season, but they don't really have any control if he's recalled in January or not. Um, again, I don't think we'll hear any updates Um until January at the earliest, if I'm being honest. But Ross McCausland has been named the Academy Player of the Month for September by um, a collection of Academy coaching staff. Um, and that's based on his you know, really decent uh, displays for the Rangers B team. Um, he's also um, been instrumental in the Northern Ireland under-21s. Um, over the last um, couple of months and he's been a key player for the Young Rangers, uh, particularly in the SPFL Trust Trophy. So he's been named Academy Player of the Month. Quite a lot of chat and speculation about him getting uh, a new a new contract extension to potentially 2025 or 2026. Um, I think the sign of a, a the seal of approval comes from Fabrizio Romano. As soon as he says it in hand, you're just, you know, you're hard pushed to go against him. He is that in the know. So it looks as if Rangers are going to give him a contact extension. And it'll be interesting to see what happens this weekend. I fully expect him to be in the first team squad. Obviously, the B team do have a game on Sunday, which will come to. But, you know, I, I'd be really disappointed if he isn't at least in the 18. And when you look at the options we have, we don't really have a, a wide right option. Matondo's out injured. Um, we've got Seema for the, the other side. Scott Wright's not really playing too well. So I don't see why Zach Loveless is still out injured as well. I don't really see why Ross McCausland shouldn't feature tomorrow. 
Um, and hopefully this just sees him continue to ride in the the crest of the wave. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the right term. Um, on the B team updates then, so the SPFL Trust Trophy draw was made and should the B team beat Erdronians in the tournament next month, they will play Greenock Morton in the quarterfinals and that will be away. Um, the draw for the semi-finals of the competition will also was also made that afternoon. So uh, if Rangers B beat Erdry and they beat Green and Morton, they'll play the winners of um, Hamilton, Arkies and the Rafe Rovers. So obviously young Andrew will be covering that game for uh, for the pod. He'll be at the Erdry game and hopefully you'll be at the Green and Morton game as well. Uh, just on the B team, I mentioned earlier that they have a game this Sunday as well. So they're playing in Breidavlik. Um, uh, I think they're, I think they're Swedish, but they're in the Europa Conference League this season. I'm sure. Uh, so they're playing a. It's not quite the first team. It's a first team select. So it'll be a mixture of first team players and academy players. But they're playing. Uh, that's who the B team are playing at the Rangers training centre in Orkney this Sunday. It's a half three kickoff for them. They want to go along get the Rangers fixed. And as always for all the B team games, you'll get coverage from the podcast. It'll be Craig going along and he'll be giving his thoughts on the game and he'll speak to manager David McCallum afterwards as well. Hopefully that's the last game of the weekend for Rangers. So hopefully it's a, it's a hat-trick of victories. Um, Moving on to the second game of the weekend then, so obviously Rangers men kick it off with their game against Hibs at Ibrox, but the women are playing Celtic at Erdry at 12 o'clock this Sunday afternoon. So Joe Potter had a press conference and she was giving her thoughts ahead of um, her first time playing Celtic this season. Um well, no, sorry, second time. First time playing Celtic in the league, I suppose. Um, we had that uh, Glasgow Cup match, um, which is you know, glorified uh, community shield. Um, but she was saying, uh, we know it's going to be a tough game, but these are the games that you want to be part of. It's down to our players to stand up and take the challenge on board and keep continuing to do what they've been doing. We've been progressing and working well on the training pitch, putting things into practice that we need to do to be better, to make our performances better and ultimately get three points. So she was asked about last season, um, about to come to the last game of the season and the fine margins to win this league um, and the impact on, on the old firm game. And she says, can these games come down to fine margins? It can do, but it's just momentum swings more than anything. Knowing that if you can get your nose in front and stay attached to those teams with the points that are available, uh, that are available sorry, it's just going to make it a really exciting season. You don't want Celtic to get too far ahead and ultimately you want to get ahead of them. So you want to get your noses in front at some point. We know what we know we need to go in and get a result to stay in touch and distance, but there's full confidence from the team and myself that we can do that. We know we can create opportunities. We need to be a little bit more clinical. You've got to tighten up and be better in your detailed possession as well as out of possession. Whichever game we go into, no matter who we're playing, we still look at the threats of the opposition. We've looked at that and made sure we've worked on it in the training pitch. But as ever, I think there's a lot of things we can exploit against Celtic and we'll be looking to do that. Uh, last week when myself and Graham were sweet to Joe Potter after the Hibs game where they scudded them 7 nothing uh, at Ibrox, I asked about the preparation. Does she change much? And she was 
deadpan straight back at me saying we prepare for Celtic the same way we prepare for any other team. And I think that's really important. And I hope hope Clermont takes uh, the same approach as well. How many times have you seen um have you seen Michael Beale, Steve Gerrard, uh, even Giovanni Van Bronckhorst overthink the big games domestically? There is a fine balance of you know t- tweaking it here and there, but ultimately you want to play your own game, your Rangers, and yeah, regardless what level we want to be taking games to the opposition and playing our own game, we we shouldn't be we shouldn't be treating anybody like Real Madrid unless they are fucking Real Madrid. Um, so good to see that the preparation is very much Rangers focused. Um, so that game is at uh, twelve o'clock on Sunday um, at the Airdrie Stadium. If you are looking to go and get your, your extra Rangers fix, uh, the tickets are £8 for adults and I think it's £4 for concessions and they're still available from the Airdrie website and their way in. So myself and Graham will be covering, for, covering that game for the pod and we'll be speaking to Joe Potter afterwards. So that's uh, that's seems to be evident for today's news. Um, again, just to kind of reiterate, if it's your first time watching, if you like what you see, you can... Um, you can join on the members page on YouTube or subscribe on Apple or Spotify through the Anchor and Acast links. I'll put them in the description. If no, you just like to throw one off. If you can just find us a like or a follow or whatever, um, it really does help the pod. Um, so what's coming up for the pod then? So on Sunday, there's quite a lot of content. You'll have the uh, post-match coverage from the women and the B-team gym, as well as a uh, live stream at half eight, Sunday night, wherever you usually get your podcast. And next week, we'll be back Monday to Friday with the Daily News Show. So um, I'll be doing a couple of days. I think the the dynamic duo, the gallant two that everybody absolutely adores um, on the subscriber platform. Uh, the two Davies will be back um, a couple of days next week bring you, bringing you the news together. Um, so that's usually about 20 minutes worth of Rangers news and about 30 minutes of um, Jack Victor Potter. And I think Steve may be making an, an appearance at some point next week as well. So that's all for me, folks. Um, I hope you have a, a good Friday. Careful out there with us mental hurricane weather and I hope your team wins on Saturday um, so until Sunday when I'll be back speaking to you, have a cracking weekend, take care